Welcome to live. Glad you guys are here. My name is Michael. And uh, man, we do this every single week. Uh, I'm just curious. I know this is a little awkward. Did anybody, and, and the visitor, don't raise your hand, but did anybody bring somebody with them tonight for the first time? Okay, great. Okay. Oh, my back. I'm getting so old. Who? All right, here you go. Give that to your, to your guest. You bring two or one? One? Okay, there you go. That's good. So here's, here's what I just gave her was a shirt because it, we want our guests, whenever you guys show up, when you guys bring friends for the first time, we want to meet you guys and we want, you, we, we want to give you a shirt. We want to give you a bag of stuff. And so the way to do that, if you're visiting tonight for the very first time, we want you guys to go out, not now, after the message and after the service, we want you to go out to our lobby and fill out a little form so that we can connect with you, and then we're gonna give you a shirt and some information on our ministry. And so when you guys bring people, make sure that you bring them by that visitor desk that Taylor Strickland is all about. And so if you could do that, that'd be great. You're like, who's Taylor Strickland? I don't know, I just made the name up. I am so pumped to see so many of you here. And I know that, this is not time to clap, but thank you for that, it's beautiful, it's a good moment. I know sometimes we can get out of the rhythm of coming to live or, or maybe coming to church on Sunday morning, and then sometimes you feel guilty. Like you're like, I haven't been there forever, and Seth is going to hit me. You go and let me know if he hits you because his whole family is here tonight, and his father will do that back to him. Anyways, <laughs> Seth is our high school pastor, but we don't want you to ever feel guilty for missing a day of church. There's, there, there's no need to feel that way. I want you to feel like this is your home. I want you to feel like you can come here whenever you really can. Because truthfully, life is crazy and we have so many things going on. I just want you to know, some days I miss church and I get paid to be here. And sometimes I miss church. Like someone's like, I, I'm so sorry, I haven't been in two weeks. I'm like, me either. So cool, we're on the same page. I just want you to feel like this is your home. And I don't want you to feel bad for missing. I don't want you to feel bad if you sinned or you messed up this week and so you can't come back in the doors. I want this to be a place where you can come and you look, no one's judging you. And you're like, well, they, everybody is. Okay, who cares? Forget them. So I really, really, really want that. And it is so cool to see so many of you here tonight. I mean, I've got people in the front row. It's, my staff is up here on the front row sitting here. It's unbelievable. They're over here singing. Got Aaron Sheldon right here just belting it out tonight. You've got Meredith over here. She, she's got one ear, but one of the greatest singers on the planet. You've got, that's it, two girls, and they're awesome. So they're outstanding. But look, if you don't know my team, these amazing people that I get to work with, I encourage you to do so. And so please, please, please do that. Two more things, and then we'll get, we'll get talking about these, these drinks up here. Beach Retreat is coming up, and last week, uh, a few of you signed up. Actually, a lot of you, like a whole, whole lot of you signed up last week. <laughs> Y'all are clapping because you're clapping because you don't have to pay for it. Your parents did, so you're like, thank you. Thank you. $900. But I want to say this. We had a record of people sign up last week because somehow, some way, a half-off deal got out and it hit, it hit all over the city. And a lot of you took advantage of that. And so 
Uh, that is over, by the way. <laughs> but we want everybody to go. And the spots are filling up and they will be full by May 2nd. They will be full by May 2nd. So if you have not turned your form in, I would do that as soon as possible. Go ahead and text your parents like, look, I told you it's gonna be full. And if you need help financially, we have scholarship forms available and you need to let us know. But man, I can't wait to fill up Beach Retreat and we get to go hang out. I get to go for 17 days, you get to go for a week. Uh, and so I can't wait to hang out with you for those that week that you get to go. Also, if you're, uh, well, it doesn't matter. I was gonna talk about sixth grade camp and nobody cares. If you have a Bible, open up to John 6. Open up to John 6. Man, this is, looks amazing right here. Like, this is just, wow. This is what I want, though, right here. It's fresh, too. Woo! Like, I didn't know if these were going to get here in time. But they got here right in time. And Starbucks drinks, by the way. I don't know if you knew that. Some of you are like, what's that? Starbucks drinks. It's a new store just opened. Well, let's just talk about Starbucks. I don't know if y'all go there as you're turning in your Bibles. I just want to talk about it because it's like, like right here in front of us. So why, why, why wouldn't we talk about this? So I really like coffee. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I know. Woo! Coffee! You're 12. Yeah. I actually, so I, I try not to drink coffee before I teach because um, some of y'all have been around for a long time, and you've seen me like, that's because I've had caffeine before, okay? So anytime I'm like that and you bring your friend, be like, he's okay, he just had too much to drink coffee, and so just, he's okay. So, but that happens, for real. And tonight, I actually did have caffeine before I came in here, and so, warn your friends. But um, when you go to a coffee place, and uh, like, like Starbucks originated by making coffee and espresso. And so, say espresso. Okay, stop saying espresso. There's no X in it, okay? Espresso. So, so when you go to these coffee joints, all right, and you pull up and you're so excited, like, you're, like my daughter, by the way, she's six. Her name is Emerson. She loves Mexican food, okay? But here's the problem, here's the problem. Here's the problem. She doesn't know what she's talking about. Here's what that means. Can we go get Mexican food? No joke. This is what that means. Can we go to Los Cucos? Don't judge me. Can we go to that place? Because it's, it's I can afford it. And so we go to Los Cucos. Remember, she loves Mexican food. All right. So we go there and what does she get? Chicken fingers. All right. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> so... Well, that was, we, all, we connected right there. That was a moment. So uh, she gets chicken fingers at Las Cucos instead of chicken fingers at McDonald's. Whatever. Okay. Totally doesn't matter. Back to Starbucks. So. Okay, one second, sir. So when you go to Starbucks, the goal of Starbucks is the sweetness of this espresso. A lot of caffeine in that little mug right there, okay? But here's the problem. People go to Starbucks, and I'm not, listen, you're going to walk out, he is so mean. He judges me. 
I'm not judging you. I don't even know you. I don't even say anything to you, okay? I'm just talking. You feel convicted by the Lord (laughs) that you go to Starbucks and order a smoothie, okay? Look, here, I'm I'm not mad at you. I'm not upset with you. I am judging you. Okay, I don't even know who you are when you walk into Starbucks and you're like, um, I would like a smoothie. I'm like, bro, there's a smoothie factory across the street. Go get a smoothie at Smoothie Place. King. So, so, so just work with me for a second. Or, or a lot of you youngins, you like to go in there and you like to, <laughs> remember I had caffeine tonight. This is so funny. What is happening? Don't worry. We'll get to the Bible in a little bit. Or you go, oh, it's not good. I have something in my mouth making this stuff not good. Anyways, or you go and you get this uh, grande caramel. My voice just cracked. That's because that's how y'all order it. Because you're 12. And so you... You go to Starbucks and you order a Frappuccino. Look, I'm judging you. If I, if I say, hey, what do you want from Starbucks? For example, Kale, Raquel, the man Sharp, he orders this, this white boy drink, and he is definitely not a white boy. Kale, or Jordan, you order this? I knew it. I knew it. I, I figured. Um, and so this, this is, just, you know what this is? Sugar. It's just like, hey, next time you go, can I just have some sugar? I'm like, yeah. Do you remember the, what was it? The, what was that thing I got you that one time? Unicorn or whatever it was? I gave it to Evan. He got diabetes on the spot. It was crazy. So, so when you go to Starbucks and you order a smoothie, you're weird. You order a Frappuccino, you're getting a little bit closer. Okay, you're getting a little bit closer to the goal but you're still not there yet. Because next is the old, the original Pike Place coffee. Mm. I don't know why you're yelling every time I take a drink. Like this legit, it's coffee. It's just, hold on, shh, shh, just listen. That was good. So, so that, What's wrong with my voice? <laughs> so hold on. Stay with me. Let's pray. Just kidding. All right. That's what you say to get people quiet at church. So you go and you order a smoothie, judging you. Go to get a frappuccino, you're a little bit closer. If there's coffee in it, if you get the unicorn or the, or the no globe or whatever, you're weird. Just order sugar. But when you order this, if I'm in line with you, which I never will be, and, you, and you're there and you say, I want a coffee. I'm like, that person knows what they want in life. Now, now when you say, I want a coffee with like four things of cream and 18 things of sugar and all this stuff, that's okay, but that's called a Frappuccino, but whatever. <laughs> you know, you know, uh, whoop, you know Bucky's, right? They have, they have the ultimate in coffee. Like, no joke, this is real. A week ago, a week ago, I went in there, and they, John 6, don't worry, we're getting there. 
I went into Bucky's and this dude had coffee, the big one, and he, no joke, no joke, he poured every creamer in the coffee. He's like, I was like, I, I, I was gonna pull out my camera to video him and he was done. I was like, that is disgusting. Anyways, then the real reason you should step foot into a coffee place is not for the coffee smoothie that tastes like, duh. It is for this luscious, amazing, some people disagree with me, but they're wrong. Is this espresso, which is just, which is amazing. It's just, it's, it's a little bit. It is so just, whoo. Whoo. That's the stuff. So let's tie this into the Bible as best as I can. I'm sweating. When we look at these drinks, here's what I want you to think about. And by the way, I thank you for those four people that voted for the message because I put three messages out there and you voted. Those of you who have Instagram and you happen to follow my stuff, you voted for this message called What Drink Are You? And so tonight, I want you to decide where you're at. And so here's what that looks like. John 6, verse 66 says this. From this time, many of his disciples turned back and no longer followed him. You do not want to leave too, do you? Jesus asked the 12. Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. So here's what just happened before this is Jesus just fed 5,000 people and had amazing conversations. And then all of a sudden, people start to leave him. We call those people the crowd. Those people are called the crowd, which would be opposite of the core. The real reason we go to Starbucks is to get the core. And so these people are like, I'm out. I'm out of here. This, I'm, I'm out. And, and Jesus is like, are y'all going to leave too? He knew the answer. He's always playing games. Like, you, you're God, okay? You read my mind. Let's, let's go back to John 6, verse 2. And look what happens here. Remember, we are going to figure out what drink you are. So when you walk out of here like, I'm a smoothie. No, that's not the goal. Okay. <laughs> what did you learn today in church? Well, I'm a frappuccino, mom. Caramel frap, that's what I am. Pastor Michael said that. Don't do that. You'll see what I'm saying here in a minute. Sometime after this, John 6, verse 2, sometime after this, Jesus crossed to the far shore of the Sea of Galilee, and a great crowd, if, you have a, if, you're, if you're reading this and you can underline or highlight, underline and highlight crowd, of people followed him because they saw the signs that he had performed by healing the sick. Here's the deal with church. Here's the deal is that the crowd will come for a show. For example, when we do Fall Riot, it is a massive show, and we want everybody to come. 
we do everything we can so that you are able to invite as many people as possible. And the crowd are going to come for the show. They're not, check this out, they're not really interested in learning or growing. You're just interested in being entertained. So let's read this again. Jesus crossed over to the far shore of the Sea of Galilee, and a great crowd of people followed him because they saw the signs that he had performed by healing the sick. If you're taking notes, if you're writing this down, I would encourage you to write this down. Put it in your phone. The crowd follows signs. The core follows the person. Let's keep going. John 6, 8. Another of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. Here's a boy with five small barley loaves and two small fish, but how will they go among so many? So he's like, man, how in the world are we gonna feed all these people? We've got 5,000 people, how are we gonna feed all these people? Well, the truth is only a few people really in church truly understand what it means to serve, to serve. Serving is not being the one that everybody looks at and sees. Oh, man, that guy. No, no, no. You know what really true service is? Is when you do something and you don't get any credit for it. You're just a servant. You're willing to do whatever it takes to serve those around you. And right here we see there's, check this out, 5,000 people. Some of them had food with them, but one of them was willing to give up his food for others. Again, what drink are you? Are you in the crowd or are you core? The crowd comes to receive. Write this down. The crowd comes to receive and the core comes to give. How else can I say that? The core is willing to show up and do whatever it takes to serve the church. Not to serve Michael, not to serve Meredith, not to serve Evan or Seth, not to serve Dr. Young, but to serve the church. You wanna grow in your walk, students, adults, people watching this online? Then I wanna encourage you to get involved. Because the more we sit and we soak up messages and we soak up sermons or you listen to podcasts and you do all that, just soaking and soaking and soaking, what happens is we we just kind of sit there and we get fat. But the truth is, we should be serving instead of soaking. And we have plenty of places for you to do that. So again, maybe maybe some of you, you're so close, like, like you're taking these steps. And that's what tonight is about. Tonight is not about, well, I feel bad because I'm a smoothie. No, tonight is, man, where am I and how can I get down here? How can I become core? How can I be everything I can be for Christ? Not for Michael, not for second students, but for Jesus. And maybe you're right here. Maybe you're the Pike Place Coffee and you're like, man, I just want to take that next step and I want to serve. Nothing's wrong with being a part of the crowd because we all start, I started in the crowd when I first went to church, I was in the crowd. I was just this joker who showed up and this youth pastor was big old bug eyes talking to me. I was like, that's cool. I was a crowd. And then I slowly started to become 
the core. And by the way, the, when I say the core, this does not mean a group of people that are the favorites or the group of people that do all the serving or the group of people that wear the black live shirts or the group of people that are in giggle, the group of people that are in jump. No, 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 that's not the core. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about you and your walk with God and serving him. Where are you? You don't need a black shirt that says live for you to serve. Because you can leave here right now and you go to Chick-fil-A and you can serve. Or Sonic, or Lowe's, or your house. Where are you? Because the truth is, you can show up with a live shirt on and you can fake it all the way. You can show up and you can be and giggle and jump and you can act like everything's great, but truthfully, you're dying inside. And so where are you? Where are you? The crowd comes to receive and the core comes to give. John 6, 9 through 11 says this. Jesus said, have the people sit down. There was plenty of grass in that place and they all sat down. About 5,000 men were there and women and their kiddos. Jesus then took the loaves, he gave thanks, distributed to those who were seated as much as they wanted. He did the same with the fish. How in the world do you think Jesus just went like, here you go, here's a fish, here's a loaf, here's a fish, here's a loaf, here's a fish, here's a loaf, here's a water, here's a Diet Coke? No, he did not. Like, like magical, like everybody. Maybe, 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 I don't know. That was, that was magic bread falling from the sky. Thanks for asking though. Look at this. Write this down. The crowd sat down and the core served. Have them sit down. So they sat down. And the disciples and everybody else served. Again, the crowd and the core. John six fifteen. Jesus knowing that they intended to come and make him king by force, withdrew again to a mountain by himself. John 6, 66, one more time. From this time, many of his disciples turned back and no longer followed him. Now again, he just got done feeding all of these. He just got done feeding the 5,000. He just got done doing something so awesome. Then he starts talking about the Lord's Supper. He starts talking about all these things. And people are like... This guy is crazy. I came for the show. Pretty cool. Amazing. I'm out. The people started to leave when it got serious. The crowd started to get out when things got real. When Jesus started getting a little deeper. When he started explaining, here's how you can know me more. The crowd was only into the miracles and they took off and they left. So I'll write this down. The crowd left and the core stayed strong. And the sad part is, is that when the crowd left, is that they left alone. They left empty. They left without Jesus. And there's so many times that we open our doors of this church or that you have a Bible study at your school or you have people come to your house and people come into those doors 
and you want so badly for them to accept Christ, for them to understand what it is that you have, but they leave alone and they leave empty. Well, let me just tell you something. We call them, whoever they are, the crowd, and that's who we pray for. And that's who we want in these doors. That's who you are inviting all the time. And so tonight, I pray that we all walk out of here with a little bit of understanding of where you are. But the real question, if, if, if I just said amen and we're done, you would leave here like, well, I'm, I'm confused. How do I do this? How do I get here? How do I grow in my walk with the Lord? Well, number one is to have a personal relationship with him. The number one thing you could do to even, to even get on this scale is to have a personal relationship with him. And that's simp simply, simply asking Christ into your heart. Asking Christ into your heart and making him the king and the Lord of your life. Because the truth is we're all gonna die. And if you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, you will live in eternity with him. And so that's step one. And so I wanna take care of that right now. I wanna take care of that right now. I don't want you to walk out of these doors and you're like, I am so lost. Well, the truth is Jesus, with Jesus, you are truly found. And so right now with no one looking around,